And it's official. Martin Mayhew, Marty Herney, now part of the Washington football team's front office. <sighs> we can at least stop wondering who's going to be the general manager and who else is joining on the high-end level of the front office. How it all works out, that's yet to be determined, but at least now we have the names and we're going to discuss Martin Mayhew, Marty Herney, Ron Rivera, Kyle Smith, and a bunch more here on the Standing Room Only podcast. Ben Standing here. I cover the Washington football team for The Athletic. Thanks, everybody, for checking out the podcast, as always. Uh, I'm going to share with you guys a couple thoughts based on what I think about the situation, kind of what I've heard about a few different things. But in addition to that, more importantly, I've got a really great guest on the podcast today. He's somebody that knows Marty Herney and, and Ron Rivera very well. That is uh, Buffalo Bills general manager Brandon Bean. He uh, essentially began his NFL uh, executive career with Marty Herney in Carolina, was there when Ron Rivera was coaching the Panthers, and now he's got a team in the AFC Championship game that he helped uh, put together. So I just had a chance to speak with him about these two gentlemen that he knows, um, gain some insight from him, and I'm excited to share that with you guys here in just a few moments. I'll just say, if you want to go straight to the Brandon Bean interview, probably jump ahead about, um, I'll put it in the timestamp. You could probably jump ahead about uh, to 18 minutes, give or take, uh, into this podcast. You can just go straight to that, but I'm going to start talking with regards to uh, everything else that's going on here with this team. Uh, obviously, just a couple quick reminders. You can, of course, subscribe to this podcast. We've been talking a lot about the GM search throughout, and we've got a long way to go leading into free agency and the draft and more to discuss with uh, everything going on with this team. So subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all those fun places. Of course, read me on The Athletic. I've got a, a couple stories up this week, one on Martin Mayhew, spoke to a bunch of his former teammates, obviously a, a starting cornerback on Washington's last Super Bowl team. Got some insight from them and from sources around the league as to what Washington is getting now with their new GM hire. You want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Ben Standig. Um, all right, let's get to a couple of things before I get to Brandon Bean here. Now, first off, again, uh, if you're just sort of catching up, I assume you most people know by now, but if you haven't heard, on Friday morning, Washington made it official. Martin Mayhew is the team's new general manager. Uh, Martin Mayhew, the former Detroit Lions general manager. He was just most recently with the San Francisco 49ers as VP of player personnel, the same title Kyle Smith has here. Uh, in addition to that, Washington names Marty Herney, the former Carolina Panthers general manager who worked with Rivera in two different stints. Herney was a GM twice, uh, with Carolina and he was just fired most recently in December ending that stint. He is the new executive vice president of football player personnel. Now <laughs> we can all get caught up in the titles. What does it mean? Why is one the general manager? And what does this other highfalutin title mean? Who's in charge of what? Good questions. And some of that is to be determined, or at least at least to be learned, I should say. I presume that they have an understanding of, of, of who will do what. Both Marty Herney and Martin Mayhew have, have varied experiences. Both have dealt with operational sides. Marty Herney, um, who was a one-time sports reporter, uh, covering the Washington, well, then the Washington Redskins, but covering the team here locally in town for various uh, papers, including the Washington Times. Then he joined Bobby Beathard's staff um, in, the, in the late 80s. 
uh, at a point when Washington was all about going to the Super Bowl. Then they both went out to the Chargers. He became Beathard's assistant GM, and his career sort of went off from there, joins Carolina, becomes the GM in, in 2002, has that job through 2012. I don't need to go through his, his whole resume. Uh, obviously, the Panthers made the Super Bowl in 2003. They also made it again in, two, in 2015 under Rivera. And while uh, Marty Herney wasn't there at that time, he uh, many of the, the, the key P players for that team were guys he drafted, namely Cam Newton, Luke Keekley, um, and some others. Uh, Josh Norman was a later round pick, obviously. Uh, uh, as for Martin Mayhew, he, uh, you know, again, played with the Washington football team. He's famously, he, he graduated from Georgetown Law School, was studying during his playing career, finished that off. Ended up going to the Detroit Lions, was there for uh, parts of two decades, was a general manager from 2008 to 2015, helped, I won't say turn the Lions around, I don't think anybody turns the Lions around, but he helped them go from being an 0-16 team to having a couple of 10-plus uh, win seasons, make uh, make a playoffs a couple of times. He drafts Matthew Stafford, he drafts Indomitian Sue. Uh, and he has, after the Lions gig, he went to the Giants for one year to be uh, on their, to, to help running their operation side. And the last four years, he's been with the 49ers, uh, including the last two as VP of player personnel. Obviously, the 49ers just a year ago at this time were the NFC champions, and uh, he helped GM John Lynch sort of turn that situation around as well. And that's obviously what Ron Rivera is looking to do here. And ultimately, regardless, like I said, of who ended up doing what, all that really matters right now is this. Ron Rivera is in charge. Both Marty Herney and Martin Mayhew report to Ron Rivera. Now, I don't know if we put this on an org chart, if technically Mayhew and Herney are, 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 are even, if one is slightly over the other. Um, you know, I, I, get a, I get a little bit of a sense that, and, and this goes to the point of where this whole week has gone, right? The beginning of the week, uh, the, the sense was that Mar Marty Herney was being uh, viewed as the general manager, to take it back a week further, when we first started hearing about interviews, and I told you guys here, and I wrote about it on The Athletic, that of the five initial names uh, that we heard about, people that they were interviewing for this position, it Mayhew was the one that league sources felt was the one to beat. I went back and looked through my notes, and as far back as January 11th is when I had people telling me that, Marty, that Martin Mayhew was the one to beat uh, of, of that group. But then when Marty... Um, and, and I reported it at that time the next day that Washington was going to make an outside hire. That's the way they were headed, uh, because obviously Kyle Smith's name was still one that a lot of people were, were wondering about. He obviously didn't even get an interview, but we'll come back to him in a minute. With regards to uh, and then it progressed from from there, except that when Marty Herney's name came into the picture at the beginning of this week, again, it, it, it signs were pointing to him being the general manager with that title. But now we get to. Thursday and things change. Martin Mayhew, uh, according to reports and myself included, confirmed that Mayhew would be the GM. Now today we learn Mar uh, Marty Herney has this other title. I think it's interesting to discuss what what happened there, but I want to get to that later. I don't think that's as that, that's fun, but it's not. I don't know how pertinent that is to the moment because, like I said, all that really matters is Ron Rivera is in charge. Both Martin Mayhew and Marty Herney will report to him. What Washington is getting in these guys, I think they're obviously different men, but there's a lot of similarities when I talk to people around the league about them. They're both considered to be consensus builders. 
Um, they don't just simply bark orders down. They, they try to bring different people into the conversation within the organization. Uh, both are considered to be very nice guys. And that, that may seem like, well, you know, is it, isn't that what people just say? No, not always. Sometimes you hear people say, eh, I don't know. He maybe gets a job done, but not somebody I necessarily want to be around. But I've heard nothing, you know, for the most part, nothing but good things about about either guys in terms of uh, being guys and working well with others. Um, both have had success in the first round. Uh, Marty Herney, you look at his track record in Carolina, tons of first round picks hit on, uh, including, as I said, Cam Newton, Luke Keekley, Thomas Davis, Julius Peppers, um, you know, even in more recent time during his second stint, uh, DJ Moore, the former University of Maryland receiver, looks like a good one. So uh, he also drafted Brian Burns. That was the pick after Dwayne Haskins. Uh, they, they, they took him over Montez Sweat, which I'm, I'm not saying that in a negative way. Brian Burns looks like a pretty good uh, pass rusher as well. And both of these guys drafted a franchise quarterback, Matthew Stafford for Mayhew, Cam Newton from for, for Herney. Uh, obviously, that's kind of an, ironic because both of those quarterbacks could be in the mix uh, for for teams this offseason. And obviously, we know Washington needs a quarterback. That's got to be priority number one, no matter who is making the final call. Again, Rivera has final say, but however they come to this determination, uh, it's interesting that both Stafford and Newton could be available. We'll see how that um, unfolds for sure. I think Stafford's more interesting to me than Newton, but regardless, uh, we'll see how that how that plays out. Now, in the later rounds, both of these guys, their, their track records are a bit spotty. Well, again, we'll have more time to sort of dissect all that and see, you know, we can separate some fact from fiction. But uh, ultimately, the draft will go a long way. But uh, to determining the, how this team, can, if they can take another step, but free agency will come first. And Washington has a ton of cap space. They had essentially the fifth most cap space going um, going into uh, or at the end of the season. But on top of that, they're getting even more. Some of the carryover from twenty. 20, so we'll see. Uh, I haven't seen the final list uh, officially, but Washington's going to have some plenty of cap space to play with. They obviously have decisions to make with regards to Brandon Sheriff. I don't know if there's really a decision to make with Ryan Kerrigan. There is one with Ronald Darby. And then obviously, what other free agents are available? Now Ron Rivera has more experience with Herney and Mayhew. Um, and I think that's the thing. I think Ron Rivera, here, here's a quote on, on what, uh, I had a source during this process tell me with regards to what Ron Rivera is looking for. Um, and I think this is important when you, when you factor in th this whole circumstance, right? Um, you know, we can kind of sort of speculate and guess who's doing what, but it really is kind of as simple as this. And here's what a source told me uh, early on in the process. Quote, Ron wants to coach and have a big say in decisions. He doesn't micromanage. He wants someone he trusts to run the day-to-day, -to, -day, to have constructive conversations with someone with, without agenda who just wants to help Washington to win. And I think from Ron Rivera's perspective, that's what he's getting in Marty Herney, a guy he knows very well, and Martin Mayhew, somebody who, like Jack Del Rio, he hasn't worked with, but both have been around the league for a long time. Mayhew did interview for the Carolina GM job in 2018, so Rivera had a chance to meet him there. So, um, you know, kudos to, to Ron there. One, one thing I'll say with regards to, to Mayhew specifically, um, I spoke to a bunch of his former teammates uh, for an article that's up on The Athletic, and it was mentioned there and then other place, other uh, – sources around the league sort of mentioned something similar to me. And that is he's a disciplined person and a disciplined thinker. And that's important 
because in the GM spot, when things happen, when panic hits, you don't want somebody lurching, reacting, overreacting. And I'm not going to say definitively that Washington, say, overreacted back in 2018 when they made the trade to get Alex Smith. But I always view that situation as they were effectively divorcing their wife and Kirk Cousins, and they wanted to have a new relationship. I say wife, whatever. They were divorcing somebody, and they wanted to have be, get a new relationship before the other person did. And they made that quick trade to get Alex Smith. Now, forget how it played out in terms of the injury for Alex Smith. It seemed to me at that time to be a bit of a rushed situation. If they could have let, let it unfold uh, between the draft and free agency and figured something out without having to give up a draft pick and giving up Kendall Fuller and so on. Um, I'm not saying that we won't see something similar here, I have no idea how, how the world will unfold, but Mayhew's discipline is considered to be something that, that should benefit this front office well as they move forward. Last piece here before we get to the interview with Brandon Bean with regards to Kyle Smith. Everybody obviously wants to know, what does all this mean now? Kyle Smith was the highest ranking official in the front office, VP of player personnel. But as I said, he didn't even get an interview and they did interview Eric Stokes, who's under him as the head of the pro personnel department, which in and of itself seems like a bit of a, uh, I don't know, slap in the face is a bit much, but it seems, it seems a bit aggressive, right? To not interview this guy, Kyle Smith, especially if you're considering want him part of your future. Well, it's been trending this way for a while, but I would say right now, Kyle Smith is out in Washington. I don't think we have to worry about that too much. Now he is under contract from what I'm told. So obviously Washington could just simply decide that he stays. And, you know, one thing with Washington's front office, um, I, I wrote about this in, in the, uh, on the athletic. I don't recall if I mentioned this on the podcast or not, but they are relatively short staff compared to the rest of the league. I had somebody tell me that other than the Bengals who are effectively a mom and pop shop relative to everybody else, that Washington may have the shortest staff, smallest staff in the league. So adding, Two people like Herney and Mayhew is actually a help, right? I mean, it's, um, uh, you know, just in terms of bodies. And and maybe there are more to come. I would imagine, for example, that we already have a lot of Carolina people here, but Martin Mayhew may have his own people he's known throughout the years that he would want to bring in as part of his brain trust. So I could imagine other people coming in. Maybe there's more additions and subtractions. But in terms of Kyle Smith, it just doesn't seem logical that he's going to stay around. And my sense of the world is that he would be out. Um, I would imagine we'll hear reports soon at some point of that he's either been given permission to speak with other teams or that other teams have put in permission with Washington to interview him. I think San Francisco is an obvious place. Not only does Kyle Smith have a relationship with Kyle Shanahan from their time here together in Washington, San Francisco just lost their vice president of player personnel because Martin Mayhew came here. Um, now, typically, when you, when you do these lateral moves, the other the, the the losing team does not have to let the player has does not have to let the executive leave. Um, by the way, I should mention with regards to Mayhew, my understanding is that while Washington did give him a promotion, and from that San Francisco gets a compensatory third round pick as part of the new uh, rules with the Rooney Rule, uh, where, where teams if you lose a minority. Uh, coach or front or or uh, executive, and they get promoted. That you get um, some picks there. It's a way to help develop that pipeline. My understanding, at least from one source, is that San Francisco was open to letting Martin Mayhew come over to Washington without 
that situation. In other words, they weren't blocking him from leaving. Now, that was I don't know that as a definitive fact, but that's what one source told me. Now, the way it played out, and, and by the way, I should say that's interesting because when there was this confusion with regards to who is the GM, I thought it was going to be Herney. Wait, now is it Mayhew? You know, I, I know some people have certainly thought, well, mate, did something change there? Did Washington have to change that to make make Mayhew the GM because San Francisco wouldn't let him out? I, I don't I don't get that sense, according to one source that, um, you know, that has a good feel for the situation. So um, in any event, on the flip side, I would imagine if San Francisco said, hey, we'd like Kyle to be our VP of player personnel. I don't see Washington playing hardball per se, because, look, they obviously have just sort of. Uh, promoted above him or not promoted above him they've hired above him so at the end of the day obviously Kyle Smith has an interesting uh, uh, track record here by interesting I mean seems like a lot of successes this past year in he was promoted by Ron Rivera a year ago let's not forget that either and from that Washington had a very good season with regards to or off season with free agency and the draft and Kyle Smith or the person in that role would get a lot of credit. But Ron Rivera seems to be opting for people that he wants uh, he wants to work with, to be that he's familiar with. You know, I've said this before, you don't typically give up power in this world. And Ron Rivera still has the control, but he is allowing other people to run the show a bit. From that, guys, you got to feel comfortable with who, who you feel, uh, you know, who, who you're going to give that control to. We all we ever heard was that he and Kyle Smith got along well during the off season. But as we've discussed, as th- this past regular season went along and Kyle Smith's name came up, R- Rivera's response it seemed to be more ambivalent. And my understanding, I've not heard of any kind of rift between the two. But you know, my understanding is just that you know Ron has been kind of keeping things a little bit more closer closer to the vest. And obviously, he's ultimately decided he wants to go with people that he's known longer uh, than Kyle Smith. And um, you know, certainly in the case of Herney. Uh, and and kind of go from there. So he went for a, a lot more experience with those guys than Kyle Smith, but I imagine the familiarity, that comfort food, is where he ultimately landed. So we'll see what happens to Kyle Smith, but my guess at this point would be he is out in Washington. Whether that happens soon, later, I would imagine before the draft, but since since he's not going to be the guy running running the 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 draft or for agency at this point with obviously with herney and mayhew here so we'll see how that we'll see how that goes um here's how we're going to go now on the podcast brandon bean i probably should have gone with him earlier but you know i wanted to talk about the situation so here we go my conversation with buffalo bills gm brandon bean on the standard groom only podcast all right uh, i've got a, a a special guest with us here today somebody who intimately knows the the, the men in charge now uh, with the Washington football team, both Ron Rivera and Marty Herney. He is Brandon Bean, general manager of the Buffalo Bills, who's kind enough to take time away from what is an incredibly busy time for him with his team in the uh, AFC Championship game. Brandon, uh, first and foremost, thanks for uh, thanks for your time. You got it, Ben. Uh, anytime I uh, call about those guys, they're uh, they're great men, first of all. They're, they're very good at their jobs, but uh, always glad to talk about them. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it, it's fascinating to to, to get a, a better sense of the situation from somebody who does what you do, but also because you do know them. You were with in Carolina, um, and 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 I guess my sense is that Marty Herney really kind of got got things going for you in in your career. What what can you kind of tell us about how you kind of got started with Marty and and what kind of a, what kind of a, of a person he is even beyond the the executive aspect? Yeah, so yeah, Marty gave me my start in the league back in. Um, 1999 I started in 98 but uh he hired me in 99 and 
and just as kind of a, fo- a young football operations type pl- guy and uh, exposed me to, you know, budgets, um, the cap, um, you know, player personnel, um, just, just the whole shebang. And, um, you know, and as I grew, he increased responsibilities and I became the director of football ops. And then, you know, unfortunately, Marty was, was let go uh, the first time in Carolina and um, he had recommended me to the owner to be the interim GM. So um, I wouldn't be in this seat uh, without Marty Herney. And he's just, um, he's a great communicator. Um, he's a CEO, which is what you need. You know, a lot of times people are always looking for this personnel guru find, you know, Marty's just a hard worker, but, um, he, he's a consensus builder. He's not going to go in there and just say it's my way or the highway. Uh, he, he empowers his people, uh, and, and he lets you, he, he's not a micromanager or anything like that. He's going to sign you a job and let you do it. And he's going to let you, um, you know, say what you think at the end of the day, he knows when he's in charge, it's, he's got to make the ultimate decision, but, um, he's just such a great communicator with people and, um, you're not going to find a better person uh, to the core, you know, than, than Marty Herney, other than maybe Ron Rivera. Those, those are two of the best. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's interesting to see the band get back together, as it were. Last year, we saw Ron Rivera bringing in so many people um, from his Carolina days, a lot of the coaching staff, but also the training staff and elsewhere at the organization. And, you know, kind of from even, even before Marty Herney was let go by Carolina this time, we all kind of wondered, could that reunion happen again? What, what, what can you kind of tell us about that relationship between Ron Rivera and Marty Herney? Uh, obviously, there's the, the they work together, but that doesn't always mean you want to stay together as people. Clearly, they, they, there's some connection there. What, what can you sort of tell us about their dynamic and kind of how they've worked together over the years? Yeah, they're, they're both selfless, and um, they work hard, and they, they respect each other. And um, they're not afraid to disagree, which I think is, is big, you know, you know, I'm fortunate to have that relationship with Sean McDermott up here. I think if, uh, if one, you know, the head coach is afraid to disagree with the GM or vice versa, I think that's unhealthy. And I think Ron and Marty have a great relationship where they can, can dig in and go at it, uh, and still come out friends because they're, they're doing what's best for the organization. And, and, um, that's what, you know, Dan Snyder has in, in these two gentlemen going forward. Um, I, as you said that Marty Herney kind of helped you get, Get, get your start. You, you guys are obviously in a great position right now with with the Bills, uh, you know, uh, and best of luck uh, this weekend. Let me just make sure to say that as well. But is there something that in your journey there as you've helped to get things uh, going in a better direction with the Bills that you can kind of look back on your days with Carolina, that whether with from, from Marty Herney or maybe Ron Rivera or both, that you sort of were kind of take away that kind of helped you um, kind, of, kind of get things turned around in Buffalo? Yeah, I mean, I think – uh, being honest with people, being straightforward, you know, um, obviously it, it's a people business. You got to have talented players, talented coaches. There's no doubt um, if you don't, but it's, it's about having straightforward, honest conversations, treating people the right way. And even, you know, in the face of, of bad news, you know, Marty Herney to, you know, release Jake DeLone, which was a very uh, tough decision at that time. I'll never forget. He, he got on an airplane and flew to Chicago to meet uh, with his agent face-to-face in person. Um, I know Marty has had to let a scout go and he flew to, you know, a couple scouts go and he flew to one's hometown, let him go and then drove to the other one, like four or five hours away. Like he, he's not going to do it on the phone and he wasn't able to get him in person. Just that's the type of person that he is. And Ron is the same way. They're just, 
um, you know, Ron is a player's coach and you guys have been around him a year. Um, he can have the tough conversation. He knows when to be stern. Um, both men can have fun though. They can, they can laugh. They can have a good time. Uh, they pick on each other a lot, which is, which is fun to be around. And, and I think the, you know, the Washington players and, and, and the media will, will enjoy that as they get to know them, uh, you know, as a pairing. Um, I, uh, Part of Washington's new announcements today involved Martin Mayhew, not part of the Carolina contingent, uh, or, or, or something of a rarity here now with Ron Rivera. Um, I obviously wasn't asking, talking to you about him per se, but you've obviously been around the league as has he. What's your sense of him, and how do you think it kind of works when you have two former general managers kind of coming together in a front office to join a coach who kind of is still kind of above the whole situation? Yeah, I mean, I think – uh, Martin, I, you know, I've known Martin for a number of years. Uh, you want to talk about uh, just first class, um, humble guy. Like, you know, some people, Ben, they get in in a higher seat, a head coach, a GM president, and maybe they're harder to get a hold of or, the, or they don't have time for you. Uh, anytime I saw Martin at a game or on the road or a league meeting or whatever, uh, he, you know, when he was in a GM seat and I was in a lesser position, he always took time to shake my hand, say hello, and and we've exchanged text over the years. He's he's supported me once I got here, and, and accomplishments that we've had here is um, as he's kind of refound his journey after it, it you know it it didn't end the way he wanted in Detroit, uh, but he's worked his way back up, and uh, you knew it was only a matter of time before Martin Mayhew was back in in, in a GM chair and. And while it, you know, okay, I got two former GMs coming in. How is that going to work? Um, it goes back to what I said earlier. Marty Herney is, is the most selfless person, you know, that, that you'll ever find. And, and I, while I've never worked with Martin, that's what I've heard about him. He, he's a team first guy. He's not looking for all the credit. And so I think, you know, Ron and, and Mr. Schneider have brought two guys that are that are going to help the culture, and, and they're they're good football men. They understand how to build a team, how to do the salary cap, uh, what type of players that Ron is going to want for his schemes on you know on offense, defense, and special teams. So uh, Martin is, is a plus. I got I got only positives about him. Um, you were with uh, Marty and Ron in 2011, I believe, when Carolina drafted Cam Newton, and therefore kind of saw the process leading into that. Obviously, Cam Newton, I don't remember exactly. He was the flat-out number one pick, but, you know, based on where he was coming out of college and all that. Um, I, did you learn anything from that process, that evaluation process that both helped you in terms of, like, uh, later studying Josh Allen and making that call? And obviously, that worked out. And what what do, you, what do you kind of, in general, what did you kind of learn about the quarterback evaluation from being with around the Marty Herney and, and Ron Rivera? You know, I think just um, they, they took their time. They, you know, there was no rush decision. It was, you know, some people want to go ahead and make up their mind. You know, I think they took, they did a great job of, of considering all the facts. You know, Cam had some things coming out of who this guy was. Is he an icon, entertainer, all that stuff? And um, they did a great job of bringing Cam up, going down to Atlanta, going down to Auburn, like just seeing him in different settings, talking to teammates talking to coaches, talking to people at Florida, what went wrong there, just really turning over every stone because this is you're, if you're drafting somebody number one or in the, you know, the first round, you're drafting hopefully what is, you know, the franchise quarterback or the, the future face of the team. And so you got to make sure you know everything about this person that you can. And, and that's what I learned S separate of, 
you know, grading his pocket poise and uh, his accuracy and all that stuff. A lot of people can do that, but what it takes to play quarterback is so much more than just, you know, standing back there throwing the ball. And, and that's what I took from, from our, uh, our study on Cam Newton to him being the, you know, the first overall selection. Gotcha. Well, Brandon, look, I could ask you a hundred other questions, but I really appreciate your time. I know you've got things to do. You've got a busy, a busy weekend ahead and I best of luck again on there. I, I, I guess it's conceivable. I don't know what you could say, but like it's possible if there's a 17th game that Washington and Buffalo might meet up, which would mean this whole Buffalo, this whole former Carolina contingent, maybe, uh, maybe head to head. That would be kind of, uh, kind of exciting. I would guess for, for everybody involved. That'd be great. As long as we win, that's all I care about. You, you never want to lose to those guys. <laughs> uh, understandable. Well, Brandon, again, best of luck this weekend, and I really appreciate your time, and uh, ho- hope we can talk again. Sounds good, Ben. Nice talking to you. See you, Ben. I would not have predicted that the first general NFL general manager I have on this uh, podcast would be from the Buffalo Bills or some uh, from an organization other than the Washington football team, but life is weird these days, and uh, it's very cool that Brandon Bean was willing to chat, appreciated his his insight there, and it kind of echoed a lot of things I've heard about uh, Marty Herney. Obviously, we've been around Ron Rivera for a bit, so I definitely appreciate his time and some thoughts there as well about the quarterback situation. Obviously, that's the biggest question for Ron Rivera, for Marty Herney, for Martin Mayhew. What is Washington to do with quarterback Alex Smith, Kyle Allen, Taylor Heineke? I mean, me personally, I think if you're going to go to another level, I don't see how that's the plan. I can see going with Kyle Allen and or, well, maybe Kyle Allen with possibly Taylor Heineke as sort of the stopgap in sort of the worst case scenario where you, quote unquote, worst case meaning you draft a rookie and you don't necessarily have a somebody raring to go in 2021. But, you know, between with Kyle Allen, who's, you know, clearly the coaching staff likes, you know, maybe that's enough to sort of get you by to a degree and then kind of wait another year before you can really take off. But in any event, you've got, we mentioned Stafford, Cam Newton, potential guys who could be available. Maybe you trade up in the draft. We'll see who else is available in free agency. Lots to consider. And now Ron Rivera has a a different brain trust to help him make, uh, to help him consider those things and more. All right. So that's it for this episode of the Standard Room Only podcast. Um, I I, I don't know if I've said before, but my plan in the offseason is as best I can to have sort of a Monday, Wednesday, Friday plan. I have a guest lined up for Monday's podcast. I already have a another guest that I've already spoken with. I had intended to get it up this week, but we've been delayed because of all the all the GM fun. So I've got a great another great interview for you guys next week as well. So we're excited to get to it. And and you know, if we may now have a chance to get into more bigger picture things beyond the front office, obviously draft free agency, uh, the players on this roster, and we'll talk about, you know, kind of the NFL. There's a lot to get into there as well. Big games this weekend, to say the least. All right, that is definitely it for this episode of the Standard Room Only Podcast. Ben Standick signing off. And until next time, see you.